See what the party rigged Welcome to See What the Party Rigged My name is Aaron Frescas, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Joseph Castro. Hello, cutie pies. And Chris Chapman. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> and uh, this uh, month, I guess, we are on the um, Arnold's 1996 holiday classic. Hmm? Yes. Dingle all the way. Yeah. For Christmas time. Um, I would call this a classic. I mean, it's on every year, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, it's one of those uh, ones you don't think about, but the, it's it's actually a pretty good watch every year. Yeah, exactly. Is it, is it actually on? It's on cable every year, right? Yeah, I always catch it at least once. Okay. Um, and Joe, uh, you would watch this every year, don't you? I try to. Um, my wife Laura doesn't always want to every year, <laughs> so yeah, it's more like every other year. Fucking Grinch. Jesus. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does she want to watch instead? Usually. Oh, like shitty movies like Christmas Story and It's a Wonderful Life and Elf and all these garbage. I'm like, why aren't we watching the best Christmas movie ever during Christmas time? See, I could see Christmas Story or or I I don't know if you're joking around or not, but uh, was, yeah. and it's a, okay and it's a Wonderful Life just because you know like and okay anyway. Uh, sorry, I was gonna make a suicide <laughs> joke, but then no, okay, move on. Um, but like I've never seen Elf and I won't watch it because i don't like that will ferrell character and it seems like that's what the whole movie is is a very like yeah, his over the top loud the whole time yeah. yeah so and i hate that buffoon character that he always plays and i feel like that's probably like the worst although that one probably fits doesn't it more than it any other it definitely others. fits more than the other ones it's not as like over the top stupid as like a ron burgundy or a or ricky bobby yeah. Like it's not the same thing. It's it's more it's it's a little he plays it a little more naive and less just like flat out dumb. It's definitely I think I enjoy those movies, but I think it's a little more tolerable than than those yeah. other two. Yeah, it's a definite fish out of water story, but it's kind of um positive, I guess, you know? Uh, yeah, that's what I was told. But yeah, we usually end up watching it with Laura's parents whenever we see them around Christmas time. Because her mom really likes that movie, and every time I watch it, I really enjoy myself. So, um, okay, is it because of the booze or is it an actual movie? <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is that because of the booze or the actual movie? Oh, the actual movie. I'm not like oh, okay. over there. He's getting, like, I don't, I don't understand. There. How can you? How can you have one without the other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Like, what, do you watch movies sober? <laughs> did Did anyone watch this in the theater? No, no. I was six when it came out. No. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, I don't even remember the marketing for this movie or anything about this. What was that? Were we? We were like thirteen. Thirteen, yeah, yeah. And this was, I think, this is in between. This has got. I know this is. This is obviously before Batman and Robin. And I, unless he came out with something after True Lies, I think this was the next one after True Lies. Eraser. The Eraser. Wait, 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 no, no, that was ninety-seven. I think. But now, wait, no, Damn, Eraser was ninety-six. It was. Oh yeah, same year, right? Yeah, so, and I'm imagining um, this movie came out in um, May, you know, yeah. Christmas time. So, <laughs> May, yeah. yeah. So this, uh, Racer was June 21st, and then that one, or this, sorry, this one was uh, actually curious. No, the Christmas movies always come out in like November. Yeah, yeah okay, usually. November 22nd. So, like, like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. So it, then, was there, now I'm just trying to remember if there was something in between. Like True Lies and Eraser, but I don't 
think so because I think True Lies was like ninety four. It was ninety four, yeah, but 94. didn't Lach Latch Last Action Hero come out? I thought that was ninety three. Yeah, I think that was even before that. But by the way, oh, yeah, that was ninety three. My bad. I need to write down on my list. There's actually a we like write it down on the uh, the uh, extra the bonus episodes list. There is actually a Jingle All the Way two starring Larry, Larry the Cable Guy. So, which I just <laughs> noticed right now, uh, while I'm looking at Jingle All the Way. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, when I was working in Seven Eleven. Oh, Junior. See. Sorry. Uh, and anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, when I was working in Seven Eleven, I'd see um, uh, Jingle All the Way too, like in their little <laughs> DVD thing, and then also Kitty Garden Cop Two with Dolph Lundgren. It's never, it's never <laughs> the actual good ones, is it? Is it? It wasn't in one of those bins. Yeah, like that weird like cardboard shelf off to the side next to like the auto parts, which is just like the little caps that go on your air thing on your tires and like <laughs> um, air fresheners, and that's all they got for car stuff. Um, it it always has like uh, those type of movies, and then like a couple of good movies, but they're like darker good movies, like something like you'd have like the nineteen ninety nine like movie The Bone Collector. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Denzel Washington, Angelina yeah. Jolie. Or like change. It's always Angelina Jolie movies, like Changeling and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's always like a double feature, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Sleepers and Bone Collector yeah. finally together. And you're like, what? Am I going to spend four ninety nine on this? Finally. The best was uh, when they would put, they would, you'd see, I always see them at Target. Was Target the one where they put like two opposite, like different movies together to where you're like, why are those movies together? Where and it was always I mean, cheap to where I was like I want that movie, but about? like it was like a double pack, like Joe was saying. Like, no, like, I know. Um, but what do you mean, like opposite, opposite? Oh, how? like like Jingle, like as Jingle all the way in Bone Collector or something like not that, <laughs> not that bad, but like I don't know. All I know is those those four movie packs where it's like one case, but it's got four movies on the front, and it's like the rom com pack, and they're just like the worst rom-coms of the last 10 years mm, i always like getting those packs because they're good but <laughs> i don't know there's uh what do we else we usually ask when's the last time you've seen it but it, i'm assuming around christmas time yeah i, I assume christmas la- christmas last year ish i always watch part of it i always make an effort to watch scrooge every year but this one i just sort of catch on cable that's a good question what are the uh christmas movies that you guys like for sure watch every year besides joe elf or the the ones that uh you're watching with laura or anything else um no we might sneak in a home alone one or two every now and then we usually end up hitting like a christmas movie and it's usually not once we haven't seen before so it's kind of a rotation of elf jingle all the way home alone one and two and four and we skip three <laughs> just kidding i've never seen four um <laughs> fuck that noise uh well erica apparently uh said home alone three is good she's like home alone three is great like, she's okay. a liar <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember watching Home Alone 3. I was super excited because it came out when I was a kid, and I fucking loved the first two, and then we went and watched it, and it fucking sucks. Did you watch it in the theater? I can't remember if I watched it in the theater or if I just made mom and buy buy it on DVD. That'd be great if, if that's what you said, like, oh, this movie's out, and I'm a kid. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chris? Yeah. Is Scrooged, for sure? Scrooged, for sure. Um, we usually watch, uh, like, Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't like any of the other Christmas carols, really? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Elf. Elf is fine. Usually, it's that that movie's just more of a straight comedy. I don't know. I don't get I don't get super Christmassy feelings from that movie. 
And then no, well, the same thing with It's a Wonderful Life. Like, see that, that one? It's I've, a Christmas movie, but it's just fucking dark. I've never sat down and watched the whole thing all the way through. I only ever catch it in parts. Over, yeah. It's a super good movie. It's just it's long, which is yeah. fine. And it's like, oh, you remember that one Christmas when I tried to kill myself? <laughs> like, <laughs> Clarence, I want to live. <laughs> I've never that actually seen that movie. Clarence. Clarence. Uh, Jimmy Stewart is just, um, so Tom Brokaw is drunk Jimmy Stewart with the voices. <laughs> I figured that, oh, Tom Brokaw. <laughs> where it's just like Jimmy Stewart drunk, where it's like, Clarence. oh, Jimmy Stewart. Clarence, uh, I want to live. Oh, Cl- Cl- Clarence, uh, well, uh, look, I can't think of... Well, uh, no, 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 don't go. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll throw a lasso around look, the moon. Look, I'll, I'll jump off this bridge if I damn well please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, so it's, it's just depressing because he's like pretty much the the angel... Has uh has to convince him that sorry for spoilers for this almost a hundred <laughs> like year old seventy movie. year old movie. Yeah. <laughs> the angel has to convince him that he's not going to kill himself. But so this you basically taught this guy like anytime there's a problem, just yeah, let's all uh, I'm going to kill myself and like eventually someone something like no, there's not going to be anyone there. Your your <laughs> yeah. one guardian angel got his wings. He's done with you. <laughs> yeah. So, Peace, bitch. <laughs> moved on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Plus he was kind of inept anyway. Like, when they're talking at the beginning, and they're like, oh, uh, George Bailey needs help. And they're like, well, who are we going to send? Uh, we're going to send Clarence. They're like, that idiot? You want to send that guy? Yeah. Like, that's like a, 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 a meaner way of what they basically say. is like, are you yeah. sure? That guy's kind of fucking stupid. Like, yeah. It's like, you're going to send the dipwad? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, send him. Whatever. So, like, they didn't really give him a chance to where it was like, hey, geez, it, he just kind of happened to. Because yeah. yeah, they're lucky. Like, they they're lucky they cared enough the first time to send somebody. The next time he tries, they're just gonna be like, "No, exactly. fuck that." Yeah. Last yeah. time you let some asshole get wings. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've already we've already sent our tomato can. We ain't got no more. <laughs> but <laughs> what was I mentioning that? Oh yeah, we watch that one every year because mm-hmm. uh, that's that's one of Erica's uh, favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. And which I was at first like the first time we watched it, I was like, I don't want to watch this, but it was actually pretty good. Plus Donna Reed is pretty hot so uh <laughs> yes. she is pretty hot but uh you'd like to um, jingle her bells <laughs> <laughs> are those are those boobs hmm sure man okay oh boobs, so, budget whatever yeah butt cheeks ball sack oh, okay. i don't know that- whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> um we also well, i'll usually try to watch scrooged and then I don't know what else, what other like Christmas movies we usually watch. I mean, it's impossible to escape a Christmas story. Yeah, Christmas story, because that's always on. But Home Alone. I've never seen a Christmas story. It's fun. It's it's good. Yeah, it's decent. I've escaped it. You should, you <laughs> should check it out. It's it's uh, It's got moments in it that are good. Yeah. I mean, I have cable. That's why I can't escape it, because there's like yeah, three channels it's on, that yeah. play it like, for a 24-hour stretch. But then Home Alone, which I want to see that little white kid fucking up some older white guys. <laughs> um, and then I think I would watch Jing all the way, but it's it's usually never on. Erica's rolling her eyes like, Ugh. Yeah, it's I think just, it feels the same way. <laughs> yeah, probably because like it's it's a bunch of guys that are trying to watch it, and the girlfriends, if they're in a relationship, the girls are just like, because <laughs> Erica just gave the same look that I'm sure Laura gives, where it's like. Ugh. <laughs> 
which I don't get it, but it's it's a it's a nice movie. It's, it's a about fun movie. greed. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, and the Christmas spirit and the deepest darkest parts of humanity. And really, it's kind of um, you know I have a degree in psychology. It's kind of based on Carl Jung's writing. Like that's where they wrote the script around, you know. Um, so it's very no, it's not at all. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, and I don't have a degree. Yeah. And it also taught you. <laughs> no, I do, that, but <laughs> it also taught you that that little fucking kid in the uh, main kid in it is stuff like it gave you kind of like a preview of how stuff the he's how he's gonna do in uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Because he is just as bad in that as he, or as in this as he was think, in that. I don't that. think he's that bad in this. Is he? In I this, mean, obviously, we'll rewatch the movie, and maybe I'm wrong. But like, is he, he that just, bad in this movie? He's just not like as far as kid actors. I mean, sure, he's just not a good kid actor. There, there's g- no, good there's, kid there's, actors, sure, but there's way more bad kid actors. <laughs> That's true, and he's definitely on the the. Uh, he's very. It's wooden. Yeah. Which, right. yeah, and. I, mean, I just feel bad for that kid because he got bullied the shit out of for the prequels. So yeah, well, especially in this movie, he's uh, playing opposite the acting powerhouse known as Arnold Schwarzenegger. So like sure. anybody's gonna seem wooden next That's to true. him, and Phil Hartman too. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you got Rita uh, Rita Wilson. Yeah, and Sinbad. Don't forget Sinbad. Oh yeah, yep. Sinbad. That's right. I miss Sinbad. I know he's not dead. I just wish he was in more stuff. <laughs> you know, wait, at Universal wait. Studios Florida, they have a whole like section for Sinbad. It's like a whole what? thing. It's like Sinbad's it. journey. It's all water stuff. Um, <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they like whitewash that though? I really want it to be like Sinbad's journey through Hollywood, and just have it be a show about his whole career <laughs> with stunts and fireworks and shit. Yeah, I mean the statue doesn't look like him. It's some white guy, <laughs> so, so I think they did go. end up whitewashing. Yeah, it. that's whoever made that statue is a little racist. It seems like. Yeah, <laughs> but it's Florida. It's hot. Maybe the sun kind of bleached, bleached out the color. That's why Sinbad <laughs> ends up white. But I don't know. They just have like a a Sinbad thing at the theme park. So you know, I had to check it out. Of course, being you know a big Sinbad big fan. Sinbad. Yeah, being a big uh, house guest fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First Bill kid, as well. you know. Yep, love first kid. Uh, it would it would it'd be great if someone did a prank and then went in there and replaced all the Sinbad heads with uh, like Sinbad's head. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, any other questions we usually ask? I don't know. I don't think so. Do do we do we? I know we all enjoy watching this movie. Oh during yeah, Christmas. But do we actually all remember it being a good movie, or is it kind of bad and? You just like watching it's, it. It's like Joe was saying with Elf. For me, this is like a fun movie, even though it's like I remember reading Roger Ebert's review tours. He doesn't like that this movie, mm-hmm. I think. And it's I think it was because it just like it's cor- corporate. Like basically what I said is just like it's all about like because uh, I'm assuming this is based off like Furbies and Tickle Me Elmos and stuff yeah, like the that. Tickle Me Elmo thing. Yeah. It's so consumerism. Yeah, that's what it's called. Sorry, I'm too stupid to know that word. But. <laughs> But yeah, it, that's what he was saying, basically. Like, this is what... And he also didn't like Home Alone either, so... And he, just because it was violent. Yeah. Well, just that guy violent? doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, what the... So... Who is <laughs> yeah, this guy? <laughs> um, Roger Ebert. Ebert. Sorry. Oh, he's French. Okay, well, there we go. Ebert. It's not the 400 blows, so he doesn't give a shit about it. Yeah, same thing for Home Alone. He said it was basically a cartoon, which it's, yeah, cartoon violence. But yeah, I mean, he's not right or he's not wrong about that. Like going back and watching 
home alone as an adult you're just like oh fuck like good god <laughs> yeah like burn it like setting them on fire and smashing them with paint it's cans like, to the face it's, yeah like, it's all really creative god. in the first one and then the second one he literally just gets a brick to the face from like a four-story <laughs> building yeah he just drops that fucking brick right on on uh, Daniel, Daniel Stern's head, fucking dome. You're just like, Jesus Christ, that w- that would kill a man. Dude, yeah, his head would cave in, man. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he's like, ooh, crosses yeah, his eyes, and he's he like, cool, has a red course. triangle on his forehead, and it's like, oh, Harry, it hurts. <laughs> Look at they're writing that and it's like, oh, should we need another scene right here? Yeah, let's throw a brick in his fucking head. <laughs> Just going to be a little creative. It would be fucking hilarious if we got to throw a prop brick at Dan's head. <laughs> Just a, a screenwriter with a pissed at Daniel Stern one day. Yeah. He's like, I wrote a new scene. Yeah. He's like, should he we stole- have this one hit Joe? Are you fucking kidding me? That guy will kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> what's Dan gonna do? Sick Billy Crystal on me? <laughs> so, wait, what was the question again? Is he just gonna narrate over what's happening to, about some kid? <laughs> Someone should do that. They take parts of a uh, of a uh, <laughs> Home Alone. Wonder Years. Yeah, Wonder, no, take parts of Wonder Years narration and put it onto Home Alone. <laughs> That's a great idea. Or the opposite would work as well. Uh, it or, probably wouldn't work as uh, well. You know what? You're right on that one. <laughs> or, or take Wonder Years and put it over. What's that movie? Very bad things. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Uh, but uh, what was the question again? Sorry, is it you actually said... a good movie? Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those movies you just turn off your brain and enjoy the ride. You know, definitely. It's it's a ton of fun, but uh, yeah, I, I I get all the corporate stuff. And it's a little cheesy sometimes, but I don't know. It's just fun to watch them run around. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no. Like, <laughs> Turbo Man. Yeah. Oh, terrible. poor baby. Yeah. Oh, like, when he like, runs up to Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just always looks so happy in it. Yeah, I forgot he fights a reindeer in this movie. <laughs> he fights a bunch of Santas, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got the comedy gold of Arnold, of course, Sinbad and Phil Hartman, but don't forget mm-hmm. uh, Jim Belushi is in this. <laughs> You know, <laughs> comedy powerhouse, that guy. <laughs> hmm Yep. Uh, that was sarcasm. Well. <laughs> oh. oh, I was being serious. Wait, oh. I'm just going to look up Sinbad's In the words name. of Joe, how dare you? <laughs> According to Jim, is one of the best sitcoms ever made, all right? It's top notch. Like, it's pretty good. You know, ran for six seasons. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What'd you ever do that ran for six seasons? On NBC or something. I don't know. No, it seems <laughs> like a CBS show. That's it a CBS like... or that's probably an ABC show, to be honest. Yeah, it's probably an ABC. We should just turn this into like this this episode will segue this whole podcast into an according to Jim. According podcast. to Jim Cast. <laughs> uh, well, this can be the celebrity shit on this week. So mm-hmm. um it'll be Jim, I like Belushi. Jim Belushi. Even though he turned out to be pretty cool, like he's super cool now. You tweets about weed and stuff yeah Does you know he? what i thought he was gonna turn into a right-wing piece of shit but uh on twitter he's he seems pretty cool <laughs> just high all the time yeah you know what you're right there's no reason for me to talk shit on jim belushi that wasn't very nice he seems like he's a fine guy and he mm-hmm. does a good job whatever he's in like he's not his brother but you know like, well yeah but i'm not gonna hate on him for that and okay let's let's shit on john belushi <laughs> yeah you know what fuck that fuck. fat fuck dude. <laughs> yeah exactly like what did he ever do 
I've never laughed at his shit. Well, same here because I've never seen any of it, but it's like huh, me neither. Yeah. yeah, I saw Everybody Animal House for the first time and like for the first time ever, like a year ago. He's got like three lines in that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, huh. like he's 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 in a decent amount of it, but he's nowhere near the main character, and he barely has any lines. Who's the main character? Mozart. Uh, fucking the detective from The Mask, and <laughs> what? <laughs> really? The, the Mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the yeah. the non goofy detective. From yeah, the mask. yeah, the serious one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, the movie with Eric Stoltz, right? Yeah, yeah. Share. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, no, no, not Sherry. That's that he's he's a uh, uh, what's that guy? The guy with the mustache. Uh, I don't remember. Sam, uh, Sam. Uh, been a long time since I. Sam, it's in, it's he's not in, Sam Elliott. Yeah, right? Sam Elliott. He's oh, it is Sam too. Elliott. Yeah. Man, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. My voice stream, right there. <laughs> I want to sound like Sam Elliott one day. Just don't we talk all? like you're drinking Budweiser, like that <laughs> Coors, or the you, banquet beer. There you go. Oh, that's right. It's Coors, or you drive driving mountain a, cold, driving a truck. Hey, <laughs> uh, you own a truck? No. Get in a truck. Come on. <laughs> you got to get yourself up. Because that's how all the truck commercials are. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't sound like Sam Elliott, though. He's less smoother than that. No, oh, that too gravelly. Sorry. Drink your <laughs> Sorry. cars and drink your banquet beer in a truck. No, see, that's not good either. He does have a smooth voice. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like so. white uh, Morgan Freeman. He is. Mm-hmm. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, anything right. else? Yeah, anything else before we actually get into the movie? And you can actually watch the movie. I believe it's streaming on Disney Plus and Hulu right now. And there's a bunch of other things. I think it's on Prime, uh, Amazon Prime, Roku, Tubi, and a bunch of other things. So yeah, uh, the best way to find out where the movies are, are streaming or where you can find them for free is we like to use JustWatch.com. So yeah, use that. But anyhow. All right, and that's it for the pre-watch. We're going to go watch the movie, and we're going to be back in about, I don't know, seven seconds, and we're going to do a little production notes, and yeah, so just don't do anything, and then you'll hear the rest of the episode. So see you in like two seconds. Bye. Where's your Christmas spirit? That's better. Now, there must be a terrible man around here somewhere. Merry Christmas and welcome to See You at the Party, Richter. And fellas, Christmas must have come early this year because joining us today for this masterpiece of a movie is the hottest photographer slash open mic comedian the world has ever seen, Richard Provencio. Thanks for accepting the Zoom call, Richard. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me here, guys. Big fan, big fan. Welcome, Richard. So I think we already, I know, I know we already did this before, but before uh, we get, we like jingle our way through this movie, I, we have a couple <laughs> questions, like Schwarzenegger related questions for you that we'd like to ask our guests. I want to ask you a bunch of questions and I want to have them answered immediately. First off, do you have a favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and why is it Junior? <laughs> you know what? That's, that's still one of the ones that I uh, have not seen, but uh, my favorite, it's a, right now it's a toss up between Terminator 2 and uh, Pumping Iron. Oh, so, did you did you you bandaging all the way? From, well, I think that was what you said last time. So yeah, if you if you uh, have listened behind the paywall and you've you've listened to the pumping iron episode, you might have heard me say that. Uh, can I can't do I have to say Terminator Two or can I say a yes. joke answer yeah. and say Jingle All the Way? And at that point, I had not seen Jingle All the Way in at least five, maybe ten years. And, <laughs> 
and uh, oh watching God, it he's turned on it. this last <laughs> he's week. Turned on it. Um, yeah, it's not. It's no longer in contention for for my favorite <laughs> movie. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> well, wait, thanks wait, for you, being on, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, yeah, that, that's how we got because, on the episode. I was going to say because it's my favorite movie. Period. <laughs> thanks oh. for having me on, guys. You can't compare it to the rest of that crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you said a Terminator, or what was the other one? Uh, pumping Iron. Okay. Yeah. Um, just like the the most Schwarzenegger. Might even try to say that Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie that there is. Uh, well, I think was what we said. A year ish. Huh? You abandoned a Schwarzenegger. Schwarzeneggerian. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, I, I see, I see that why wrong. you abandoned that. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, uh, do you have a least favorite one, or one you just thought was just ugh, like? Uh, I mean, I saw Terminator Three. Uh, that was the one with the the woman robot, right? Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Was it? No. Oh, oh it you mean the, yeah, the, the, not, the lady, the, the lady Terminator? Yeah, the female yeah. Terminator. <laughs> the lady Terminator. <laughs> it's okay. It's like Lady the Lawyer, but Terminator. <laughs> <Yeah>. Terminatrix. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that was but, actually like the name for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what a bunch of anyway. Yeah, that one I, I remember being very underwhelmed in that movie because it's hard to top the T one thousand. Like mm-hmm. her robot, like backwards pivoting hips or whatever was not cool. <laughs> like it's not cooler than liquid metal. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah. did you see that scene where she made her boobs bigger though? <laughs> that was tight. <laughs> you know what? It's been a long time. Like I said, I haven't seen that since it's in the theater, so maybe I, I need to check that out on the rentals. Yeah, I watched it about a year ago. Like I had, um, you know, obviously when I watched it in theaters or whatever, I'm like, this is dog shit. Uh, but I watched it like a year ago. I'm like, it's not that bad. I think I was a little, a little too harsh on it. Perhaps yeah. I treated you too harshly. Was it was it at that moment when her boobs got bigger where you were like, oh, you know what? This is actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of little details I missed the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um. While we're just chatting, I I do want to say uh, I've been listening to a lot of the episodes and uh, in the Batman, uh, whatever the Batman, Batman and, and Robin. Batman for, what is it? Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Batman and Robin episode. You guys were making a lot of Richard jokes, and I just want to say that they were very well thought out, and uh, I approve all of them. Thank you for <laughs> Thank including you. me. With the the, the dick. Podcast. The dick yeah, we jokes? we try really hard with all our Richard jokes. Yes. <laughs> It's a lot of thought goes into those. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to thank all the Richards out there for making my uh, Joe Namath segment so much better. I do. And I will say the Joe Namath segment name is incredible. I laugh. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's way better than the actual segment itself. (laughs) I I enjoy the segment as well. It's it's always very fun. But But yeah, the, uh, the availability of like how many Richards are involved in here and I could just change it to Dick and then... You know, it'll be like dick whatever, like dick cheese or yeah. something. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is money. It makes my life easy. Instantly, a third of the credits. Hilarious. Yes. And we got a great one today, too, boys. So we'll get to that. <laughs> parents, Ooh, preview. All right. Uh, any other Schwarzenegger-related questions for Richard that we usually ask? I think that's about it, right? No, I think that's it. All right, cool. You ready to move into the production info? Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Okay, so the movie was directed by Brian Levant or Levant. I don't know how fancy he is with his name. Uh, but uh, who also, uh, uh, No, there's no E, though. 
Levant. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who also directed both live action Flintstones movies, as well as Problem Child Two and Beethoven, Be- Beethoven, which <laughs> which I never actually saw. The original. Did you guys what? I saw. Yeah, yeah, Beethoven the first one. a long time ago. I, I like. I never watched that movie. Like, I never had any desire to watch that movie. The thing about Beethoven is like. How is he so good at playing the piano? He's a Saint uh, Bernard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got big hands, man. <laughs> That's uh, weird memories making... of that movie because I remember watching that movie and then I didn't see Charles Grodin in anything for like 10 years and started to wonder if I made him up as a person like, <laughs> in my memory. Like he wasn't in anything that I watched. So I was like, who the fuck was the dad from Beethoven? <laughs> Just go back and watch him as Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Gruden, Groden? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Groden. Was he ever eventually in anything else? Yeah, he was in stuff eventually. I don't know. Stuff. Okay. I've, never, I've never heard of that name. Yeah. Um, what was he in? They used to have all those movies on stars and fuck you stars. But also one good thing about <laughs> stars, um, they do have like a, they have a little preview there. You can watch it. And I was just all not sober and like watching the previews for these movies like for all beethovens there's like six of them i don't know yeah. they might go into space at some point maybe that's everybody they, i don't know but are they trailers yeah they're just trailers and you're like man this is like this seems fake uh, <laughs> yeah like a sketch I, I just like never had any desire to watch that but then i looked at what looked looked at what came out the same year and i was dude i was there was hum alone to aladdin the money ducks Wow! Like I was busy watching Macaulay Culkin commit credit card fraud and only the best of us get DUIs. Like I don't have time for the Disney version of Cujo, you know. <laughs> I would love it if he went back to getting DUIs in in the Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> <laughs> well, on top of that, like Chris said, it also started Charles Grodin, which is weird because like some studio exec is like, uh, well, well, Fox has Macaulay Culkin. And Joe Pesci in Home Alone, and Disney has Rob Williams and Emilio Estevez in Aladdin and Mighty Ducks. Gentlemen, let's call him the big guns. Get Groden on the phone. It's like, <laughs> why Why would you, why is he in, I, I don't Somebody know. Somebody had just, like, just watched Midnight Run, and they were like, God damn it, we gotta get Groden in here. <laughs> See, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Midnight Run? That's a good movie, Robert What are you, like, 85? What's going on? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's no, the wait, black and what? white? Yeah, what, what was that like a seventies movie? No, it was like an eighties movie. Is that before they were called talkies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the jazz singer and Midnight Run. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway, the uh, movie was written by Randy Cornfield, <laughs> good name, or Feld Field. It says Field. Anyway, who also wrote the story for the David Arquette movie Eight Legged Freaks, which was about giant spiders? Oh yeah, I saw that movie. <laughs> How was it? I can definitely see the connection. Probably pretty bad because I remember nothing about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, he wrote this uh, jingle all the way after watching his in-laws trying to find a Power Rangers toy for Christmas. <laughs> okay, so that explains it. That Yeah, that explains the opening scene. I was like, this looks like... Yeah, because that is so very Power Rangers. Rangers-esque. Yeah. Yeah, but I was watching this movie and I was like... Like, you know, if you're a screenwriter, right? You guys, like, write stuff. Um and you're sitting there, you're like, I'm going to write a fucking film. You know, you're like going for like Schindler's List or Inception or something. Like who just sits down and is like, dude, I got a fucking great idea for this movie. It's about a dad who can't find a toy. Like and you just fucking sit there, hammer it out. You're like, babe, come check this shit out. Check out this script. It's bomb. You know, studio execs are reading it. They're like, dude, this shit's money right here, man. 
and they give it to Arnold. And he's like, "Ah, come on, this is great. Let's do it." Like <laughs> that whole concept of how this fucking movie came about is just kind of weird to me. But uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. If you're just out to make money, like old Randy Cord- Cordfield, then yeah, you succeeded. R- so good well, job, Cordfield. When, huh? when was the Furby thing? <laughs> the that was I think that was a little before this. Okay, it I was, was wondering because so, this is '96, right? Well, the three things they mentioned were this was Elmo, the same years out that Elmo. Oh, okay, got was, it. So people were finding about that. The year before was the, all the Buzz Lightyear and Toy Story stuff. Got it. And okay. then uh, there's Power Rangers and uh, Cabbage Patch was the other one. But I think yeah. Furby was actually Furby might have been later. Yeah, I feel like that was '98, and that's the one I remember everybody going crazy for. But now that you mention it, Tickle Me Elmo was way bigger than that. So. Um, but so like Joe was saying with the the stuff. Okay, so the He's credited on IMDb as writing it, but I found a couple of sources that claim that Chris Columbus rewrote the script, which you know who hmm. Chris Columbus is, right? Any, everybody I thought know? we're supposed to talk about indigenous people's days. We don't mention his name. <laughs> no, that's that's why I shortened his name. I cut off the first, that last part of it. Oh, okay, yeah. It's the Topher that's real it's asshole. Like, yeah, it's like exactly. office <laughs> yeah. Call me Mike. Uh, so he's the he's the guy that, he directed Home Alone 1 and 2. He directed Miss Doubtfire and a few, like Gremlins, I th- or he wrote Gremlins. or I think he uh, wrote Gremlins. I think Joe Dante directed yes, Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, but I'm actually curious of how much of the story stayed the same after he re- rewrote it, because this definitely has like a Chris Columbus kind of feel mm-hmm. to the movie. It's kind of like Home Alone-y. Home alone Home alone <laughs> That's a good rap name. My name's Home Maloney. <laughs> Sorry. And anyway. That's why Aaron's not a rapper. All right. <laughs> AP Fresh. Home Maloney in the house. <laughs> um, so, okay, that makes sense because, like, the production company was 1492. Yeah. Showed the ocean. I was like, ooh, no. <laughs> like, that didn't age well. But now it's coming back. Christopher Columbus, that's got to be his. I'm sorry, Chris yeah, Columbus. That's it. That's that's his, <laughs> he's a producer on this. Yeah, I noticed that, but I didn't make the connection. So, all right. Yes. Yeah, so he is producer. And I, I don't know how hands on producers usually are, but I kind of get the feeling like he was like a producer, like quotation mark producer in the same way that Spielberg was a producer on Poltergeist. Yeah. Which do you guys know how that went? He basically directed the movie, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so basically uh, Spielberg co-wrote the screenplay and is credited as as producer on the movie. And it was technically directed by Tobe Hooper, who directed uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But something I've read uh, like a bunch of times while reading like behind the scenes trivia for the movie is that Spielberg basically also directed it, like Chris said. So he he like he was he started working on E.T. as Tobe Hooper was doing his edit, like his cut of the movie. But then Spielberg ended up doing his own cut, like with his usual editor, which ended up being the final cut. Hmm. So (laughs) it. It feels kind of like the same thing because I'm pretty sure the same thing happened Jing all the way because Chris Columbus, he rewrote the script but isn't credited as a writer. He Every clip I've seen, he's standing right behind the director as they're shooting. So I'm not sure, like, if he, wow. like, he was... Watch uh, like, back, us? You watch behind-the-scenes footage of Jingle all the way? Oh yeah, that's what I do. Oh, awesome. <laughs> like I don't, I don't write the, I don't write the summaries anymore. It's like the, he's like, this is my life now. I don't so, know. What you so I just to me. dig, I just dig through a bunch of stuff. But plus, uh, I feel like Columbus came from that like Spielberg Donner circle of director, like all the people who worked under them, and like they're all kind of do do the job the same way. Yeah, they're yeah. a big party, like yeah. the Donner party, right? <laughs> That's a small party. Well, it's both. Oh, man. That would have been a great name for Richard Donner's 
production company. <laughs> you, you got fourteen ninety two with Chris Columbus <laughs> and the Donner, Donner party. party. I don't know that yeah. Dick Donner is uh, very uh, good. <laughs> good name. Well, so okay, so from what I've seen as far as the behind the scenes stuff, the Brian Levant or Levant or Le- Levant, Levant, Levant uh, the, the director. <laughs> Seems like a pretty chill dude. Like the the video I was watching, he is playing with the volleyball. Whenever he's not doing like <laughs> directing stuff, he's sitting there like popping a volleyball up and down with his hand. I'm like this like his like a uh, thing. He doesn't smoke a cigarette. He's just sitting there playing with the volleyball, which is was <laughs> random. Was but choice, anyway, yeah. yeah. But like he seemed super chill, so I doubt he put up much of a fight. If Chris Chris Columbus was like giving his two cents as. Like, he does a take, and then Chris Columbus is like, okay, well, maybe, you know, do this. Plus, it's like Chris Columbus. He just got done directing the Home Alone movies and Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. Although, it would have been great if Chris Columbus would have given a no after they finished, and then Brian Levent was like, bro, if you do not get the fuck off my set, I'm going to go Beethoven on your ass. And then starts, like, barking at him, like, <laughs> as he, until he, like, fucking leaves. Stupid. <laughs> I could see also everyone involved, like, not really caring much at all like about artistic control or any, you know, like Joe said, this is not Schindler's list. So (laughs) this is most likely a script that was written over a weekend to cash some, some big checks. It's literally about commercialism. That's the (laughs) point of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's a satire. That's a thing. No, that's the other problem. (laughs) Totally. Well, okay, anyway. so I mentioned the Poltergeist Spielberg thing because uh, Chris Columbus also ended up pretty much editing the film as well. He apparently had a bunch of test screenings for it and would just tweak up tweak stuff every time based on the audience audience reaction. Hmm. So, which is weird because like some of the stuff, some of the jokes that happened, I can't. There was one where I was like, "Oh, you left that in? Huh? Oh, it was the Rodney King joke that Sinbad says? It's, <laughs> like he's like, it plays well every single time we every single time that they, this audience sees it. That that wide audience loves that. They're like, yeah, oh I was about God. to say, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that wide audience in Palm Springs loves it. Watching this, uh, oh, this is like twenty years after it was made, right? Like just about uh, ninety six. Yeah, uh, twenty five. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So like. Uh, the Rodney King joke, I definitely noticed. Even uh, I, don't, I don't know if we're giving. There's another part with the male, like a male uh, bit that, like, I was like, "Whoa!" This, this yeah, definitely. Bad. That's yeah. that's definitely getting mentioned later. Yep, for sure. Yeah, you know I'm unstable. I'm a mailman. Someone explained to me going postal before, and I had no idea what that meant. But the fact <laughs> oh, that you're yeah. saying that there was any sort of audience feedback influencing the movie. I, I find that, uh, yeah, disgusting, <laughs> but also like, thank God, like it's that we're so beyond that, yeah, that definitely. like audience would watch a movie and be like, uh, yeah, Rodney King joke. That's great. Right. Yeah. It's like, imagine <laughs> if someone made a George Floyd joke, the same thing right now, the no yeah. fucking way. So, uh, so yeah, so the uh, movie had a production budget of anywhere between 60 million and 75 million, 60 million is listed on IMDb, 75 million is listed on Wikipedia with sources, but the links are dead now because it's an older hmm. movie. So I, yeah, but anyway, so while trying to find the budget, I did find out they're coming out with a card game based on the movie, uh, <laughs> sometime this year, like Pokemon type game. Uh, it was like a tabletop <laughs> card game. I I don't know. They they said card game can mean so many fucking things now. Everybody makes a fucking card game. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm not sure. They didn't have too many details. It was supposed to come out. The article that I saw came out um two months ago. So probably in time for Christmas. 
I guess I know what I'm getting my wife for Christmas. <laughs> uh, so it premiered. Um, it premiered November sixteenth, nineteen ninety six, at the Mall of America in Minnesota, where a majority of it was well was filmed in Minnesota. Yeah, and then was released nationwide November twenty second. It made twelve point one million and opened number four at the box office behind Star Trek: First Contact, Space Jam, and Ransom, which is just a great movie about Mel Gibson's sons being kidnapped. Yeah, out of all those movies, yeah, out of all those movies, Ransom was the one I saw in theaters. So yeah, I was thirteen. Oh, I saw that in theaters too. So yeah, yeah. So uh, it it went on to make almost 130 million worldwide, despite being like pretty bad reviews by critics. Hmm. So Roger Ebert, aka the only critic that matters, sort of gave it one of the better reviews with two and a half stars. He said that he enjoyed it, but he didn't like how commercialized and materialistic it portrays Christmas as being. Which just makes him kind of sound old as fuck, but because it's been like that as long as I can remember. Or dumb as fuck, because it's yeah. <laughs> like I said, that was the time of Tickle Me Elmo and uh, yeah, it's Herbie been like that. Beanie Babies, like exactly yeah. talking about. Uh, but maybe he just likes his Christmas movies more like uh, the Christmas Story, which is the same thing, but more innocent, I guess. Or, or it's a Wonderful Life about suicide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he was really into Home Alone. He just likes violence, no, man. He hated Home Alone. Yeah. You're ruining my joke, bro. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, get those fucking guys, dude. Smash that paint can on his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, he just likes a violent Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Like, fuck green. I'm all about red on Christmas. That's the only <laughs> color that matters. Red like Santa's clothes and blood. <laughs> I'm a movie critic. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, right. uh, Jingle Roger Way was very uh, commercialized, but I did like the part about the bombs, though. That was pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? Uh, okay, so let's move on to promo material, which I thought would be easy because, unless I'm wrong, like I feel like this is one of his more popular movies-ish. Yeah, I definitely. Just, I, I couldn't find much as far as cast interviews. Mm. I do have a few, though. So let's start off with an Entertainment Tonight interview with Arnold, where the gal interviewing him asks if he's ever experienced what his character in uh, went through in the movie, and then him <laughs> telling a story about it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Now, are you a last-minute shopper? Of course. That's yeah. why I say I can relate to the situation. <laughs> I've gone through it just now on Halloween. Really? When my son wanted to be dressed up at a certain, as a certain character. And uh, sure enough, they were out. He wanted to look like uh, the basketball star, Rodman. Dennis you know, yeah, Rodman. Dennis Rodman, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't get it. And so he was so angry at me. Was he? You know? Oh, yeah. He says, Daddy, how could you do this? You didn't get my outfit. You know? So finally, we dressed him up as a princess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so hey, that's better i thought that story was gonna end I, with blackface yes so. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like so we got some shoe polish that i had in the closet <laughs> well i just love how they cut away right after he says that without getting any sort yeah. of laugh reaction out of no her questions. which makes it seems way more serious to where it was no like oh, we just up. dressed him up as a girl you know yeah. and like no like response from her like oh, oh. maybe yeah. she was like Maybe she was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, right after that or something well, like that? no, maybe right after that, she thought it was a joke, and then he was like, no, really, we, we dressed him up as a girl. <laughs> That's to punish not... him, I, I made him dress up as a princess. <laughs> That's not the joke. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Richard, thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not surprising to me that he uh, 
he was saying that he uh, had some faux pas as a, a, a with his fathering. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think his fathering's all right. It's just his uh, his 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 wife wifering is or husband or husband husbandery. Yeah, you know, might get a little <laughs> shaky every now and then. He's not a faux pas, though. Those are definitely his children. Like they look <laughs> just like him. Yeah, those are his kids. Yeah, I would love to hear this. Well, at least you got a laugh from me out of that. I like a Richard like silent laughing, and then Chris is just like, ugh. Because <laughs> I heard it the first time. Real <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I just circled okay, back. Brought on it back it. a second time. Uh, okay, so uh, this next one is an interview with Rita Wilson uh, that she did last year, and was asked asked about what she thought of the movie, and apparently she wasn't a fan of how her character was written. Which she explains last year, like twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Because oh. it, it was. She's like, "Why are you talking to me about this? I have fucking COVID." What, what year? <laughs> what year would that have been for the movie? I have COVID. It was their fourteen year anniversary, and they're like, "We got to do this fourteen year anniversary. We got to get her opinion on the fourteen year fourteenth anniversary." Anyway, okay. 24. 24, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> oh, maybe it's just, he's just a fan of Keeper Sutherland. And like, we got to get his 20. Anyway, okay, here you go. <laughs> Why did my character not know that her husband, Howard, who talked like this and played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Howard. was Turbo Man? How did she not know that? <laughs> Let's see. He has an accent. He looks exactly like him. He's wearing a half mask, but my character does not know. And it made me just feel like that's just a little too stupid. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, when she sees him and she, you know, he comes down and saves their son and he pulls off his mask and she says, Howard? And then she does this. Howard. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I mean, she makes a good point, but um, uh, she said, she also said that if you're going to watch one of her Christmas, Christmas movies, she recommends Mixed Nuts, which I've never watched, which stars uh, Steve Martin. And it was good, but I don't know what that is. You can also find it on the uh, website Pornhub.com. Exactly. And if about <laughs> an interracial relationship, uh, Steve Martin's getting cuckolded. Well, uh, she... <laughs> sure it's in a movie of that called Mixed Nut. It's yeah, a version of it. <laughs> it was originally called Mixed Nuts, but it got cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no one's gonna get that joke ever. Uh, Got yes. one ball, listener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not afraid. Just uh, like right. Okay, it's making sense yeah, now. Um, so anyway. Uh, which le- that's gonna be a lot easier. Which, let's not. Ex- I was gonna say like, let's not explain any that, further. But go ahead. Nope. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Like oh, it's gonna be just fifty percent of like area where you can get hit in the nuts. Or, <laughs> not, yeah, you know, my nutsack like, does a like it's much easier to do the matrix thing where it's like dodging objects and stuff (laughs) (laughs) but with two it wouldn't matter like you it's trying to dodge and then the second nut just gets clipped but then one nut hits the other and they both hurt anyway exactly yeah so if you get kicked in the nuts do you still get like a phantom pain from the other one 
No, I, I uh, so I, the only phantom pain I get from my missing testicles, I could still feel it not getting touched by women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I thought I thought he was gonna say he's gonna get phantom blue balls. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's good so when, when did you lose this nut and why? Uh, so 2009, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, so since since you asked, I'm going to go into a little bit of PSA just because uh, I, I, I do like raising awareness and that kind of stuff. Um, so That's fine. It's all going to get cut. So go ahead. <laughs> <Take my nut. laughs> I'm just kidding. I like, <laughs> but no. Uh, Lost so, his testicle, but not his sense of humor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's right. Wow, what a terrific audience. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I found it like doing a physical self-exam, um, just, and I knew to do that from watching the Tom Green show as a kid. Um, and he, he also had, had testicular cancer, cancer yeah. and he did a special, like at one of his episodes of the show, he did a special. And so, um, I credit him with a big part of the reason I caught it early. I didn't have to do chemo or radiation or anything because I caught it so early. But wow. that being said, uh, if you're between the ages of 18 and 30, uh, just make sure you look up on online how to do a self exam. If not, you, like you really just fill your balls, and if you feel like a lump or something, go to the doctor, get it checked out. It might be embarrassing or like um, something that's uncomfortable to talk about, but uh, the only thing worse than getting an early screening or whatever would be succumbing to cancer. That's highly treatable. So for men, get yourself checked out. Do it. It's worth it. Um, yeah. Definitely, yeah, and and uh, touching your balls always feels good. So yeah, it's like, true. You're doing it anyway. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Feel around, man. <laughs> so I'm paranoid, and uh, I was like, oh, I got something on my ball, and uh, so Mike, like my, uh, ended up going to the doctor. And I think I might have told Joe this, and the, uh, I guess it's my primary. She's like, okay, well. Um, I guess it's a lady. I guess let's let's take a or let's take a look at that. I I would say like she said she might she might have said I guess all right well, and then like me that I'm like long. well I was like <laughs> okay well she hasn't seen any of this before but all right and then she went like a like she sighed right before like I pulled out like I was like she's like like pretty much like a here we go and I was like oh this is you're making <laughs> yeah, you're making this weirder than it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I already feel uncomfortable but you just. That actually, that actually made me feel a little better. Like, she's, like, uh, just as unprepared for this as I am. She's like, <laughs> oh, I interpret that as, like, a sigh that she was going to have to get into something that might smell a little vinegary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> I wonder if that helps her, like, not react when you drop your pants, like, one way or the other. She yeah. just, like, prepares herself so she doesn't go... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's possible. Well, Look the at him. He's got, yeah. all, he's got it all in one hand. I was like, well, yeah. Can you put in my chart, please, that I'm a grower, not a shower, just so everybody knows. What's the medical term for a grower, not a shower? Please annotate that. And also grower, not a shower. <laughs> just put it all. Could you, you just so anyway, as long as you're not Aaron, this isn't as embarrassing as you think it is. Okay, so anyway, next up, super quick clip. <laughs> Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Suspense. Obviously, you had a clean slate. Oh, oh, no, I I don't know. She gave it, (laughs) gave it the gentleman's try real quick, and she just did a quick little, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, if I, if I die within the next few, that was a few years ago, so probably not, but I don't know how long cancer takes to kill you. So, I mean, I'm always convinced that I have one sort of cancer or another. (laughs) 
So, yeah. like, eventually, I'm gonna end up blaming her for my candle. <laughs> That's good. What was the gentleman's try? Is that like when you pull your pants down? She like I don't, it was just the thing I just made like, up. Ah, when I was <laughs> while, while talking. Not it check. Was, uh, not check. <laughs> So, oh. Anyway, okay, so next up, super quick clip, Phil Hartman uh, from the HBO First Look for this movie, which was their behind-the-scenes featurette. He's hosting the featurette, so all the behind-the-scenes clips in- are introduced by him, and he's just being, like, goofy as fuck. And this one starts off with him on a weight machine, smoking a cigar, and taking a quick work- crack at Arnold bef- uh, and Planet Hollywood before, you know, getting into the clip. But here. <laughs> I just reached complete muscular failure. (laughs) When working with stars of Arnold's magnitude, it's important to be yourself. You don't want to seem too eager or fawn over them. As the greatest film star of the 20th century said to me each day as he left the set of what is perhaps his finest film in an already brilliant career, See you later, (laughs) Flabinator. Yeah, send Arnold some cigars. No, not the expensive ones. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, God damn it, I miss Phil Hartman. Yeah, like... It, okay, so the clip was basically him doing that, working out, and then he starts drinking out of a Planet Hollywood cup with a straw at the end, and he's like, just the way he's drinking is just... He's just being silly. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, but the visual gag is he's he's using like a weight machine, and he has a cigar in his mouth. At the beginning, yeah. and then that's when he says he reached muscular. F- yeah, he like freezes mid mid whatever yeah. pump. But he kind of seems like a dude that who could never be himself. Like he seems like he was always on, you know. Phil like he just like get into yeah, like like he just like get into his car after doing like Letterman or Leonard or something, and when, or whatever, and just be like, all right, <laughs> that's time to go home. Anyway. I don't know. I think he's like Robin Williams. He's just that's that, that's, just that's how, how he is. That's how Robin Williams was though too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I I just think those guys like are just like that all the time. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe <laughs> I I feel like that was a, uh, a wait was Phil Hartman for... de- depressed? I nobody like, fucking knows because well that like all the interviews with like the other SNL cast members or like when you hear Conan talk about him or or whatever like he's one of those guys who does not come off as like secretly depressed or whatever he was yeah. one of those guys that everybody was just like no he was the nicest guy in the world yeah he well, not I'm even sure, necessarily I'm sure always on I don't know I'm sure Robin Williams was too I don't know he just seems like he was always like. That that's just me though. He he just seems like he was always on yeah, like the same sort of thing. But he he also seemed like he was a person to where which Erica uh, watched something they had on Hulu, but it was about um his his death. But to where he was always working too. So it was like mm, yeah, which w- was part of the problem with that. But anyway, anyway, moving on. So uh, <laughs> um okay. So then I have one more that doesn't have anything to do with the movie. And just to pick us up from the last one, but it has <laughs> it has Arnold, and it came out in the same year. It's a promo video from Arnold's bodybuilding competition, and I figured I might, might as well show it because Richard was on the Pumping Iron episode. I appreciate it. All right, which you guys should check out because, but like, pace to check out because you're not getting that shit for free. It's a good yeah. episode, uh, <laughs> it, but it, and it should be the re- the whole thing should be out by the, by the time this is released. Anyway, so his bodybuilding competition is called the Arnold Classic, 
And this is him doing a photo shoot with the. Wait, is he participating in this as well? No. (laughs) Exactly like pumping iron. That would be amazing. (laughs) It's it's weird. He's the judge, by the way. I I win. I win every year. I don't. I don't know why it happened. Weird. I'm just the best. They just love me. I come on the stage and they love me. Exactly. Um, I announced my new movies too, so everyone's always there. Anyway, so okay, so his bodybuilding competition is called the Arnold Arnold Classic, and this is him doing a photo shoot with the contestants. And this is the uh, the last one we got. But that today I'm really excited, and let me tell you why. Because this is going to be the best Arnold Classic ever. And why am I saying that? Because we have four past champions here tonight competing against each other. I call it just simply the dream team of bodybuilding. Come, follow me. I'm going to do a little photo shoot with them right now, one by one. Sean Ray, hey, good to see you again, my man. Ray, good to see you. Look, as you know, and I told you this before, you were the best winner of the Arnold's Classic. The best ever. You know, you smooth posing, you had them all under control, psyched them out, and wiped them out. Yeah. I like that style. You were the best winner. Thank you. Okay, now let's take the picture. All right. Good, got it. You're good, good you're my number one customer. We have Vince Taylor coming in here. <laughs> right, Vince, you good to see you here. This is good to see you. You look huge. But you know something? You were my favorite winner anyway. You were the number one. You Unbelievable. Your size, the Terminator style posing. Bang, 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 bang. Do it tonight again like this. Okay. All right, good. Picture. <laughs> okay, real quick, real quick. I'm, I pause it. But uh, this. Watch the way the movie is moving. Like I, I know it's a promo shoot, but the way it keeps moving around, it, it, it's mm-hmm. the, just the camera's like, <laughs> like, it, it's like the, gritty. It, that's just the '90s style. Man. Okay, that's okay, that's, that's like what I was gonna s- say. It's like a '90s thing. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. All right, then we have Flex Wheeler here. Good to see you. Good to see you. The '1993 winner. I can remember when you won. I remember it so vividly because you were the only bodybuilder that could do the split and do all this posing Jesus. and the flexibility that you showed. Unpo- and tell you, you were the best Arnold's classic <laughs> winner. The best. Totally okay. Pause it again real quick. Just, just to explain, like, real quick, there's a... The, there's four of them. The last guy is kind of looking at him like, this motherfucker's telling everybody that they're the best. Like, give him yeah, a look like, just... and shaking his head. It's perfect because it, there's literally the scene in the movie where he keeps saying, you're my, you're my number one you're customer. Number one customer. <laughs> like, <laughs> perfect. Okay, let's take the picture. There you are. Kevin Lavrone from Glen Burnie, Maryland is the new champion. All right, and then we have you, Kevin Lavrone. Good to see you. Oh, I mean, you are the... Toughest one of all of those guys. I tell you, yeah, you had an the injury. Whole, whole, whole. No, no, you had an injury. You came back from the injury and you won the competition. That's what I said to you. You had the hold best. on, hold on, hold on. What? Now I just said here, and here you told all of these guys the same thing. <laughs> that we all are the best. We can't all be the best. There's no way. Well, I tell you. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you, you got a point, yeah. Now, uh, you know what we should do, then? Let's find out tonight. Let's find That's why I brought you all in here. You all have won the Arnold's Classic before. This is the dream team of bodybuilding here. You're the best in the world. Tonight, we find out who is the best. The winner will get $100,000 in cash prize, a beautiful trophy. So let's get it going. All right, let's do it, man. The competition is on. Good, okay. Terminator time. So let's take that picture now, guys. Smile. Okay, the all winners. You all are the best. 
got out of that one. (laughs) (laughs) I also, I really like the way he ends all those where he's just like, he's talking to him, he's he's giving him shit, and then he just goes, okay, picture. Picture. And then he's done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, get get the fuck out of here. Uh, I feel like he's been, he's been in that situation before. Like, no, okay, give me a second. I will think of something. No, <laughs> yes. Well, you know how you, I'm going to pay one of you money? Shut the fuck up and just do what I say. You know? I couldn't tell like, if it was a prepared bit or not. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, right. Because it, it didn't seem like he's like, hey, man, I seen you said that same thing to the other three guys. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Well, those guys aren't as charismatic as all. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, so that'll do it for the production info and this episode, actually. Uh, be sure to check back next week when we'll once again be joined by Richard as we work our way through the movie and discover the true meaning of Christmas, which is lots and lots of presents. Am I right? Huh? huh? Yeah, baby. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are my <laughs> cookies. Except for us Jews, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys can have cookies, I'm pretty sure. No, it's mainly Chinese food. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. But you guys leave Chinese food for Santa? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, okay. So until next time, we'll... Dear the party, Richter. 